0: And welcome to the Old premeds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I get to answer your questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com. If you haven't been over there you haven't signed up for an account, you should do that right now. I wanna talk about the MCAT Minute sponsored by Blueprint MCAT. If you're struggling to figure out your timeline of when you're gonna fit in all of your classes and take the MCAT, and you're debating whether or not you can maybe skip physics or skip biochem or skip a class and just self-teach yourself that information, be very careful with that plan. Yes, it is possible to teach yourself content, especially content that you need to know for the MCAT, because it's not, as we say here on the podcast, MCAT knowledge is a mile wide and an inch deep, so it's just a lot of stuff that you'll have to learn. It's completely possible. And depending on your schedule, what you have uh, in terms of time to work on the MCAT versus work, work versus family time, whatever that may look like, it is possible to self-teach. We've done several episodes on the MCAT podcast, all about the hidden prereqs for the MCAT, what prereqs you can miss for the MCAT and many more. Go check them out at MCATpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out Blueprint MCAT com for all of your MCAT prep needs. Whether you need full-length exams, you need access to a course, you need live online instruction for that accountability, go check them out. BlueprintMCAT.com. Sign up for a free account. You can even check out their flashcards now, too. All right. So today, I know I always talk about how this podcast is all about um, answering your questions, From the non-traditional pre-med discussion. But today, I want to go on a little bit of a rant based on some things that have happened on Instagram lately with some of my, what is supposed to be motivational uh, kind of content uh, that people have now all of a sudden said, I'm toxic and lots of other things. So let's talk about the biggest question and really how I want to direct this discussion is how do you know when it's time to quit? Now, this is perfect for non-traditional students because you potentially are already in a situation where the, the odds are stacked against you. And for a traditional student, you may have struggled in undergrad, you may have lacked activities for one reason or another, maybe you applied once or twice and you haven't gotten in, when do you know when to quit? Now, I have said all along that you shouldn't have a plan B. If you Google, I'm not going to provide you this research, it's very easy to Google, is plan B detrimental to plan A? You will find plenty of research out there that says yes. From a human psychology standpoint, if you are sitting there going, I really want to be a doctor, but it's okay if I don't get in because then I can just do. If I don't get into medical school, then I'll go and do. If I don't make it into medical school, that's okay. I'll be happy doing X. When I say don't have a plan B, I mean don't think about not getting in to medical school. Yes, getting into medical school is hard. I am never I'm never saying it's not hard to get into medical school. Yes, each individual person out there has your own struggles, your own uh, sacrifices that you need to make, your own obstacles in your way. I'm not denying any of that. I'm not invalidating any of your own journeys. What I am saying is, if you want to go to medical school, figure out how. I talk to students all day, every day. It's what I do, right? In case you didn't notice, it's because I get to talk to so many students that I understand that there are people from every walk of life who want to be physicians. There are traditional students walking their journey into medical school straight from undergrad. There are non-traditional students who struggled in undergrad for one reason or another, had to do a post-bac or an SMP or whatever master's program they did to prove that they are academically capable to get into medical school, and they get in. There are career changers out there Because they have finally figured out what they want to do with their life, and that's to be a physician, and they are now going back to school to get their prereqs, take the MCAT, get their extracurricular activities to prove to themselves that this is what they want, and applying to medical school. And then there are the non-traditional career changers who have lived with regret for the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years of their lives knowing that they wanted to go to medical school originally, and they were told they couldn't do it. They doubted themselves because they didn't think they could do it. Or for whatever reason, life just got in the way. They had families, they had responsibilities, they sacrificed medical school for those other things. And now that life has allowed them to do what they want to do, they are now back to being a pre-med student and on their path to medical school. When I tell students don't have a plan B, I mean, if you want to be a doctor and you don't get in the first time, you don't get in the second time, you're self-reflecting the whole time, figuring out why you're not getting in, and you realize that you are smart enough your grades show it. You are good enough on the MCAT. Your score shows it. You've put in the work to get your extracurriculars, to prove to yourself and to prove to schools that you want this. And there's just something missing in your application. We'll figure it out, ask for help, and get into medical school. Yes, there are people, shocker, that will never get into medical school. You never hear me say that. It's a given. I'm not, I'm not insane, right? I'm not completely unrealistic to think that a 1.0 student who, who can't get higher than the minimum score on the MCAT, who has never stepped foot in a hospital or a clinical environment, will get in medical school. That person will never get into medical school. I don't need to say that. What I need to say and what my message is, and if you don't like it, stop watching this video. Stop listening to these podcasts is that if this is what you want and you are somewhat capable of proving academic capability, right? You don't have to have a 4.0. If you are somewhat capable of having a good MCAT score, you don't need a 5.20. If you are capable of putting, spending time in a clinical environment, putting that work in, in a clinical environment, proving to yourself that you want to be a physician, then you can probably get into medical school. If you watch any of my application renovation videos, there are amazing students out there being rejected every single day. Why is that? Well, that's because they didn't know what the heck they were doing, in terms of at least what I tell you to do. And you don't need to pay me a dime to hear what I want you to do. Go watch those videos, go listen to my podcasts. Right, I don't I don't want your money. When you are on this journey and you understand, yes, I am capable of being a physician. Yes, I want to be a physician. Then no, you should not have a plan B, meaning I'll settle for nursing, I'll settle for PA, I'll settle to to go to nursing to become an NP. I'll settle for whatever. Right? And when I say I settle for, I'm not demeaning those other careers. We need all healthcare professionals. I'm just talking if you want to be a physician, then be a physician. Don't settle or you may regret it later on. And regret is something I don't want you to live with. Because I get emails from students all the time who have lived with regret and are finally back on their journey and happy. And yes, there are people out there who right today, they want to be a physician, but their life circumstances don't allow them to chase that dream. That's not having a plan B. That's just knowing that I can't do it right now, or ever maybe. That's giving up on your plan A. That's not having a plan B. When you figure out that this is what you want, go for it with all of your effort, with all of your might. Sacrifice where you can. If you're telling me that you have responsibilities and bills to pay and food to put on the table, guess what? I have a story for you from lots of different people who have sacrificed everything to do this. They've gone on food stamps to make sure food continues to get on the table. They've moved back in with their parents to reduce their their bills and debt burden so that they can afford to go back to school. They sacrifice because this is what they want. Medicine is hard, and there are lots of barriers that I don't agree with in the path to medical school and residency and beyond, but it's hard for everyone. And it should be hard for everyone. Financial barriers aren't hard. Those are just ridiculous, right? The cost of applying to medical school is ridiculous. And I'm hoping with Mapped, my, my software platform, that we can change that in the future. We have some, some big, audacious plans for MAPT to potentially help with the application process costs. I won't go into that now. But there, there are things I completely disagree with in this process. Struggles and obstacles and barriers that shouldn't be there. What should be there is that it should be hard. When I say hard, I mean effort from you. You need to work for this. I am 1000% not a everyone gets a trophy person. Unfortunately, a lot of people in society are. And if you are one of those people, good for you. I am not. If you don't like that, too bad. I think children need to learn that failure is inevitable. I have failed many times on this journey. You will fail many times on this journey, and that's okay. The cliche saying it's not how many times you fall down, but whether or not you get up or how many times you get up is very true. And so, yes, I think students should be putting in Effort to get clinical experiences to prove to themselves that they want to be physicians. You cannot go to medical school, should not go to medical school, in my opinion. And it's proven time and time again from students emailing me saying I have a 520 and a 4.0 and I didn't get in medical school. You should not get into medical school just because you have good stats. You need to prove to yourself that you want to be a physician by guess what? Spending time with patients and taking care of patients. You have to enjoy that because guess what? That's what medicine is. You have to make sure you understand and enjoy the role of a physician where most of your time isn't spent with patients. Shocker. It's arguing with insurance companies. It's putting data entry into electronic medical records. It's interacting with your colleagues and having really intellectual conversations, which is great but it's not patient care. Many of you have ridiculous thoughts of what medicine is, but you're really good students and you've never explored it. Guess what? You shouldn't go to medical school yet. So off on a wild tangent, when should you give up? When should you give up? And that answer is, I don't know. You want me to tell you that everyone should give up if they don't get into medical school the first time. Right? What about the people who apply and apply and apply and they don't get in and they're depressed? I I can't I can't control that. Right? I'm not the one that tells you when you should give up. You need to know your own limitations, whether it's financial, whether it's time or mental health, or physical health for that matter. You need to know your own limitations. I have a, I have a message sitting in my Instagram direct messages right now that I haven't responded to yet. A student has applied multiple times across 10 years and is wondering what they should do next. And you know what my answer will be? If this is what you want, then you should go for it. And yes, obviously, we need to dig in. What's your GPA? What's your MCAT? What is the core root, the root problem of you not getting in? I obviously can't address those in a social media post, right? But they exist. You need to figure that out for yourself. And so if you're out there upset that Dr. Gray said, I could get into medical school, but I can't, well, that means you need to reflect on your journey, understand what your limitations are, and either fix those limitations by sacrificing in one way or another, delaying this journey so that you can work on whatever those limitations are, or pivot and give up the dream of being a physician and go do something else that is okay. And I hate to use the word give up because there's a negative connotation to it. But it it means just, just letting go, understanding. You know what? I really want to be a physician, but I know with my anxiety, my mental health is gonna just hit hit the, the 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 dumpster fire, right? And I'm just not going to be happy because of the work, the stress, the time commitment the responsibility, whatever it may be, it's just, it's not in the cards for me because I know who I am. If you struggle from an academic standpoint, you go, you know what? I've always wanted to be a physician, but I just, for whatever reason, I've put in the work, I've gotten tutors, I've gotten all the help possible, I just, I can't get good grades. You should probably move on. If you're struggling with the MCAT, there's a, a weird caveat with the MCAT because the MCAT is its own test all by itself. I believe that the MCAT is the hardest test on this journey. And if you are going through this journey and you have great grades and you are terrible at the MCAT, there are still options for you. The Caribbean potentially is a very good option for you because you've proven you can you can do well in classes. You just can't do well in the MCAT. Step one, step two, step three, your, your medical licensing boards are going to be very different tests than the MCAT. If you are not willing to sacrifice on this journey, then this journey's probably not for you. And I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that comment, but it's true. I understand there are people out there with responsibilities who won't sacrifice, who think that they can't sacrifice. And, and that's just, that's their situation. But I'm telling you, I've seen it all. I've seen students from every walk of life, from every individual situation, do what they need to do to get in to medical school. And if they can do it, you can too. It just needs to start with you believing that you can do it maybe thinking outside the box a little bit to figure out how to do it, maybe understanding that it's not gonna happen now or next year, but maybe two years or three years down the line. But if this is what you want, don't give up on that dream until you and you alone realize that either you can't do it or you don't want it anymore. That's all I got for you. This is MedEd Media.